hey, what are you doing that's different in your follow-up? And if you just said, well, I send a form email, I'm sorry, that ain't gonna cut it. Let's get into it on today's episode of The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shaw. Well, welcome everyone once again to another episode of The Buyer's Mind, our special quick strike episode where I just want to be able to offer some quick little thoughts and ideas as to how to make you more successful. As always on this podcast, we always want to know, well, what matters to the customer? What do the customers see? And I want to use this episode and the next actually to talk about follow-up. Now, I've been writing a book on this subject right now, sales follow-up, so it's heavy on my mind. But I want to talk about just a couple of alternative sales follow-up methods, things that don't normally get done that might make for a way to really stand out for your competition. Because let's face it, if all you're doing is putting their name into your CRM and letting the system send out various emails, I don't think that that's going to do it. Okay. So let's give me, let me give you three here in this time that we have together, three alternative follow-up methods. Now the first one, and please stay with me and I want to lose anybody. Stay with me on this one. The first one is the handwritten note. Really, Jeff, you're going to start there. It's like the oldest follow-up method known to man. And that is true, except for one thing. Uh, even though follow-up is as old as our ability to write, and in fact, for the longest time, handwritten notes were the only way to follow up, I just got to ask you, when was the last time you received a personalized handwritten note in the mail? Right? And if you did receive something personalized and handwritten, did you not move that piece of correspondence right to the top of the stack? This is the idea. When we think about handwritten notes, they are going to stand out. And you know why? Because no one is doing them. You will absolutely stand out. And the message you will send, what is it? It's going to say, I cared enough to take the time. It's not the only thing I recommend you do in your follow-up efforts. But if you want an easy way to prove your dedication, your care, your concern, that you are willing to go the extra mile, this is a great way to do it. Five minutes of your time, 50 cents in postage, and bang, you have made a huge impression. All right, here's a second idea. How about the idea of introductions? So suppose that you were selling uh, pool installations. That's a high-priced discretionary purchase. Here's a question. Do you know a good landscaper? because your client is going to need one, I want to recommend that you consider the product that you're selling and ask yourself what else the client might need once they purchase. It might not be something you can provide, but they'll definitely appreciate the referral of someone that you trust. So the idea here is to serve them beyond just providing the product and service that you have to offer, but instead reaching out into your networks and learning how do I make their life better? That's what those introductions do. So take some time even today and ask the question, who do I know that would benefit my clients? Who do I know that would be able to provide a valuable service to my clients and somehow make their job easier? Hey, by the way, the person you know is not going to mind the introduction at all and what goes around comes around, right? So you might be able to increase your own referral base along those lines. 
Here's one other idea. And that is how about send a team message? I was working with a group of real estate professionals in Atlanta, and I recommended that each sales professional send a video message to an active prospect. Now, I had one salesperson and she just took it to the next level. She recruited several of her peers who were in the room at the time to join in with her. So the salesperson did the talking while her peers stood in the background. So it sort of sounded like, uh, hey, I know you want to be living in this community and I've already told you this is right for you and I want to help you make your dream come true, but I'm not the only one. All my teammates want stand behind me. They want that dream to come true as well. Right, ladies? And at this point, she she points to her posse and they let out a cheer. Listen, put yourself in the prospect's shoes. What is the message that this salesperson just flat out cares the competition and that there's a whole team of people that want to make things better. Now, look, these are just three ideas and I will have more in our next message, but I want us to encourage you, get out of the box, do the things that are extraordinary. If you think that sending another email is going to cause you to stand out in your follow-up efforts, you are sorely mistaken. What can you do to be different and unique in your follow-up efforts? There you have it, another episode of The Buyer's Mind. If you like The Buyer's Mind, make sure you subscribe, leave a review over on iTunes, but mostly go to your social media account and post a link to The Buyer's Mind. That would mean the world to us. If you haven't done that yet, but you've been listening regularly, please do it right now. We sure appreciate it. Until next time, go out there and change someone's world. 